0: This is The Black Box. I'm Lauren. I'm joined today by Landon. This is the start of our mini-series where we'll be breaking down some of the tech buzzwords that we hear thrown around in the media.
1: Yeah, there's a ton of things going around right now. We see it all over the news. We see it blowing up our social media feeds. And a lot of it can be confusing and scary. Both Lauren and I have worked in the tech industries in various capacities for a while now and want to help people to understand One, what it is and that tech in and of itself isn't that scary, but also that there are things that we can do that are very simple to protect ourselves, particularly in these, and I'm going to say that word that we've heard so much recently, these unprecedented times. We just wanted to have something for the people that we cared about and that we could share with everyone else to say, hey, this happened, here's what's going on, here's what you need to know and do about it. So we wanted to cover a few of the ones that we've seen today. We're covering a pretty big one that is a DDoS, which you might've heard coming up in the news, but when you've heard of uh, like in the recent conflict going on with Russia and Ukraine, their entire websites going down and it's usually just attributed to hackers attacked this website, this service, this whatever it was, and it's not accessible anywhere in the world. Well, how that's typically done is through a DDoS.
0: Yeah, so let's define it. DDoS is an acronym. It stands for Distributed Denial of Service. And it refers to a particular type of cyber attack that has a few distinct features. An easy way to think about this, I think, is to compare our real world with the digital world. There's a lot of similarities in between. And as it pertains to DDoS, Our computers are very much like us in that they go out into the digital world to request things and to go get things, specifically websites for you and I. So if I go to google.com to search for something, my computer is essentially going to Google and saying, hey, I'd like this. I'd like to visit my Gmail or I'd like to visit another service that you do. Can I please have it? And then Google gives us what we need. A DDoS attack is targeting something like Google and making it unavailable through brute force. Good way to think about this is the grocery store. Say, for example, a natural disaster happens or something occurs that makes the people in a city very nervous about having supplies for the next few months. So there's sort of a run on the grocery stores and there's huge lines So normally, if you were to go to the grocery store to get a gallon of milk, it would take you however long it takes you to drive to the store, a couple minutes to go in and grab your milk, pay, and then you leave, right? In the case of a DDoS, it's as if there was a line a mile out the door of the grocery store, and you just can't get in because you're waiting It's as
1: if everyone wanted to buy toilet paper again, like it was the beginning of 2020. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Uh, And a key... Feature of a DDoS, the first word distributed means that it's not one person. So sometimes we think of one hacker sending a bunch of attacks or doing something illegal from their computer. Uh, a DDoS is not like that. It uses a ton of computers.
1: Yeah, a ton of computers that are usually just simple things that a lot of times are even in your own home, like your printer, your smart thermostat your you know whatever it is those things can be infected and then what the attackers do is they put inside the program that they infect these devices with and say at this time and at this way turn to this server this grocery store everyone show up at once and it just overruns it it overwhelms it to the point of not being able to function that's when they're showing like it's down. Down can mean a lot of things, but in this case and in an attacking case, it means that they have made it so flooded that it is completely unavailable. Now, the scary part of that all is it can be our own devices that are contributing to this problem, the things that actually affect us, like if it were Google or if it were something. But in a lot of cases that we're seeing is it's banks, it's government websites, it's, you know, you, you name it. Those are big, important things.
0: Yeah, pretty much anything that can like access the internet, right? Printers, smart thermostats, anything that's labeled smart is basically the company's way of saying this device that you put in your house, like I've got smart lights in my house, right? right. Which allows me to, I can use my phone to turn them off and on, even when I'm not home, which means that my lights are accessing the internet. Like they are, if we go back to our digital world example, they're going to... Um, the
1: They're going to the grocery store to pick up the color blue and bring it back to you. There you go. <laughs>
0: yeah. In a way. And so any device that can connect to the internet can be used to go somewhere in the digital world. So a hacker or a cyber criminal gets onto your home network and says, let's see, I can send a request out with your thermostat and with your computer and with your phone. And so I'm going to plan this attack to be on whatever the date is, right? They're going to plan when all these requests will hit at once. So the company say it's Google that they're attacking is all of a sudden very confused because it's not like one computer is trying to get in a billion times. It's more like one cyber criminal or a team of cyber is using a billion devices to all try and access the digital grocery store at once. So it's really hard to tell who is real and who is not. And so the end state is, there's a line 10 miles out the window or there's a line 10 miles out the door <laughs> where nobody can get in, in for forever. Right. <laughs> right. It looks like black Friday at a Walmart times. Everyone in the world doing their black Friday shopping at one Walmart. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: All of this is great. in in theory, and it's like, okay, so all of these things that we've got can be a problem. Well, what I've, talked with my family about and with anyone that i can talk with about it i'm like no there's simple simple things that we can do that help us to not only protect ourselves but also protect others and i know that sounds kind of weird and it's one of those things where if everyone did it these problems wouldn't be a problem they because they, they couldn't happen So essentially, that's what a DDoS is, why it matters, and the things that we can do to prevent it and protect ourselves are pretty simple in practice if you know what you're doing. The problem is what I've seen is a lot of times people don't really know how to do that. If I were to say to you, like, hey, you need to put in a DNS level filtration, like the vast majority of people will just turn off. This is actually a really good time to bring in something from our sponsor, Limitless.
0: Limitless protects your home network and every device connected to it, including your router. Limitless protects your family and your peace of mind with the world's only complete solution, providing you with best-in-class total network protection, dark web identity surveillance, automated backups, password vault, monitored antivirus, and more. Don't leave your home's digital front door open to the wild, wild web of cybercriminals and get protected today.
1: Sign up today at LimitlessIT.me, that's LimitlessIT.me, with the code DDoS, four letters D-D-O-S, and get your first month free. And this code's only valid now through April 1st. With no long-term contracts, you can cancel any Your antivirus isn't enough in today's world of cyberattacks. Sign up with Limitless today and experience the world's first and only answer for your complete digital protection. So in a nutshell, really, Lauren, if you take everything we've talked about, how do we protect? That's what they're doing. Full protection of every device, no infections. Hackers can't even get to it. And even if you brought an already infected device into the network, it can't get those bad requests out into the wild, wild web.
0: Yep, it protects the stuff we don't even think to protect, like the thermostats, the smart lights, uh, anything else that can access the internet. And can't run an antivirus on it. Yeah, exactly. Good point.
1: So that's what we've got for today. That's DDoS. Of course, there's a ton more to talk about. Like we said, this is a mini series that we're just starting trying to bring what's going on and what's important and what you can do about it. So the message from our sponsor Limitless is to sign up with them. Also, one thing we forgot to mention a little bit ago was if you haven't already, change your default router password, the one that came with it when you sign in, like when you're setting it up, and you type in like 90% of the time it's admin, admin, or admin password. That's like one of the easiest things you can do. If you don't know how to do that, Limitless helps take care of that sort of stuff too. Start small on those things. We can start making a big difference and really do a lot to
0: protect you and your family. Next time, we'll be talking about ways that cybercriminals can target you directly to get information from you that you really don't want them to have. Oh, that sounds
1: exciting. Well, we're looking forward to it. And thanks so much for joining us on The Black Box. We'll see you next time.